Welcome to Real Talk with the Queen's Home Team, where we talk about life, business, and everything related to the New York City real estate market. Here is this week's episode. Enjoy. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Real Talk with QHT. I'm your host, George Herrera, with the Queen's Home Team at Keller Williams Realty. Um, it's December, mid-December right now, and uh, we're coming at you with a new episode of Real Talk with QHT. Um, and in this episode, I wanted to cover several things. So uh, we'll go through um, section by section, and hopefully some of this information will be helpful or useful to you. And uh, feel free to share it if any of this information relates to someone that you know. All right, so jumping right in. First thing I wanted to cover was a question or topic of the week. And the topic that I wanted to cover this week, especially being that we're um, heading towards the end of the year, a lot of times people are thinking about how the year went, um, their accomplishments, their goals for the following year. Um, a lot of people that we speak to uh, are aspiring homeowners and people who do plan to buy a property in the future. So I figured I'd talk about the nine benefits of home ownership. So if you're thinking of buying a property one day, um, you know, you might be obviously you uh, when one of the main reasons why people buy is to stop renting, uh, stop paying someone else's rent and actually build your own equity. But there are several other benefits to home ownership. So I wanted to go through some of those. And so uh Going right into some of these nine benefits of home ownership, and um, there's an article that came out from uh, Real Trending which uh, outlined all of these benefits, and I'll include a link in the show notes just in case you want to uh, dig deeper and actually read the the entire article. But real quickly, number one, one of the benefits of home ownership is being able to claim the mortgage interest tax deduction. So mortgage interest is tax deductible. Um, and so that's one of the benefits of home ownership, being able to write that off. Um, the other one, number two, is claiming the interest deduction on second mortgages. So if you take out, let's say, a home equity loan, uh, um, a home equity line of credit, a home improvement loan, any secondary type of loan that's tied to your property, you can also uh, write off interest for um, those types of loans. So that's another benefit of home ownership. And HELOCs, home equity um, loans, home improvement loans, those are very common too when you become a homeowner. So knowing that you can write off that interest is also beneficial. Number three is being able to claim tax credits. That's another benefit of home ownership. So when you own a property, um, there are several tax credits that come out whenever laws are passed or there's some existing now, but they're constantly changing. And a lot of them will um, relate to energy efficiency, renewable energy, things like that. So if you install alternative energy equipment, if you install energy efficient appliances, there's usually tax credits for that. Um, you can also get tax credits for installing solar panels, installing solar water heaters, et cetera, et cetera, right? Now, when you get a tax credit, the great thing about tax credits is that they offset your taxable income dollar for dollar. So if you uh, if your taxable income is $1,000 and you have a, a $750 tax credit, it reduces your taxable income by $750. So tax credits are great. And as a homeowner, 
uh, you do actually get entitled to certain tax credits when you do certain uh, improvements or things to your property, um, which allow you to get one of those tax credits. So that's number three. Now, number four, uh, number four benefit of home ownership is getting a capital gains tax exclusion. So capital gains taxes, um, whenever you buy a property and then you sell it in the future, there's uh, there's typically a difference, right? So let's say you uh, bought it for 500, you sell it for a million. You have a, a difference of 500,000, that's the gain, right? Or the profit. And so that capital gain is usually subject to taxes. If you sell stocks, let's say you buy a stock at $10, you sell it for 20, you have a 100% capital gain, right? So that $10 is a capital gain subject to capital gains taxes. Now, when you sell a property, if you live in the property for at least two of the last five years, you actually get an exclusion or an exemption. So if you're a single a single um, filer and you sell a property, you get exempt up to 250000 in capital gains that you don't have to pay taxes on. If you file uh, married filing jointly, um, if you file jointly with a with a spouse, then your capital gains exclusion is five hundred thousand. So if you sell a property, you can make up to five hundred thousand in profit and not have to pay taxes on it. So that's a huge, huge benefit uh, to home ownership. And you know, in the short run, it may not be something that you're thinking of, but down the road, 10, 20, 30 years uh, from now, when you go to finally sell, if you live in the property two of the last five years before you sell, then that exclusion becomes huge and it helps to minimize your capital gains tax burden. So that's a huge one uh, there, number four. Um, number five, benefit of home ownership is claiming the home office tax deduction. So that's a benefit that even renters can take advantage of if you work from home. Um, but as a homeowner, obviously it's your house. And if you work from home, uh, you can also claim that home office tax deduction. Another one is number six, hedging against inflation. So um, if you are in the finance world, then you probably hear um, where where people talk about real estate being a great hedge against inflation. And um, this one isn't a tax benefit. This one is a benefit that you get uh, in the sense of uh, when you take out a mortgage, let's say you get a 30-year fixed rate mortgage, whatever that is, you know that that is fixed at that percentage, at that interest rate, and that payment is fixed for the next 30 years. So that gives you some peace of mind and whether inflation goes up, goes down, whether it fluctuates, if it's volatile, at least you know that you have that locked in. And that's a that's a great benefit to home ownership because if you're a renter and uh, inflation is going up, if rents are on the rise, your rent will most likely be increasing. So it doesn't give you that same um, stability. So when you own a property, you lock in your mortgage rate, you lock in your monthly payments, and that is a great hedge against inflation because you don't have to worry at least of, about your housing expense rising along with inflation. So that's number six. Number seven is paying less than renting. So that's a benefit in some areas. So if you're in a high cost area, there there is a breaking point that you can reach where um, your rent 
can end up becoming higher than what a mortgage payment would be. Um, in this right now, that might not uh, be the case so much so in New York City or in Queens because mortgage rates are so high. But when mortgage rates were lower, when they're uh, much lower, there are instances where your monthly rent could actually be higher than what you could be paying um, with a mortgage payment. Um, so that's definitely something, another benefit in some areas, especially in New York City where rents are so high, you do want to be mindful of what that breaking point is. At what point is your rent starting to become the same as a mortgage payment or more? Because then you definitely want to consider trying to get into a property if you're already paying a, a mortgage payment. Um, and number eight is amortizing a fixed rate mortgage. So amortization is pretty much when each monthly payment that you make towards the, the mortgage loan, each monthly payment that you make is actually reducing your outstanding loan balance. So it's getting amortized. Um, and this is pretty much like forced savings, you know, so every month that you're paying your mortgage, you're pretty much putting money into your savings account. You're reducing your loan balance, which is great. And then over time, it the, the payment allows you to own more and more of your home and also owe, owe less. Um, so the number nine benefit to home ownership is building equity and obviously appreciation. So equity and appreciation. That's a huge benefit, especially over the long run, because real estate is just like the stock market. When you zoom out 10, 20, 30 years down the road, most likely it's up and to the right, right? When you look at it on a chart. So uh, building equity, number one, every time you're paying your mortgage payment, your loan balance is going down which means it's adding to your equity. Uh, the property is most likely, especially if you're in New York City or in Queens, most likely it is appreciating every year. So you're getting the debt pay down, the, the equity buildup from your loan balance going down, and you're getting appreciation over time. So th that, those are two huge benefits uh, to home ownership also. And this is where wealth really gets built because we've seen uh, several clients that we sell their property. You know, they bought it 30 years ago. We're selling it now and they paid their mortgage off. So now it's free and clear. And they had all that appreciation compounding every year for 30 years. And when you look back, you see that you're pretty much sitting on a gold mine there. And it is your property. You enjoyed it. But all that um, paying off the mortgage and also the appreciation is huge. And if you buy a multifamily, you even have the rental income. Um, that is another benefit. So that's nine benefits to home ownership. Just wanted to talk about that here today because... We're going into the end of the year. We're going into 2023. Many times people are setting their goals, whether you're thinking of buying a property now, two years from now, or five years from now. These are great things to consider. And if you are thinking of buying a property one day, definitely get in touch with us because we can put you on the path to home ownership and at least put you in touch with the right people so that you know what you need to do in order to get prepared to eventually buy. Okay, so nine benefits of home ownership. Check out the link in the show notes if you want to read the full article with more details. Now, secondly, I wanted to talk about a tip of the week. And the tip of the week this week is 
when considering an arm loan and an arm loan it's, it's an acronym arm adjustable rate mortgage many times this year especially we're getting a lot of people who are actually considering taking an adjustable rate mortgage um, and with an arm loan what you want to do is ask yourself this question um, how long do i plan to live in this home now why does that matter so adjustable rate mortgage the way it works is that y this is the terminology right so you might say a 5-1 arm or a 10-1 arm or a 7-1 arm so what it means is that the the loan the mortgage the mortgage rate is fixed for five years so with a 5-1 arm the mortgage rate is fixed for five years and then it goes variable after that so it can change and it will fluctuate and that's never ideal um, and so then with a 7-1 arm you would have it fixed for seven years at the mortgage rate would be fixed for seven years and after year seven it goes variable and again same thing with the 10-1 arm 10 years fixed and then it goes variable now this is something that you can definitely use and many times the arm loans the mortgage rate is lower uh, than the average rate for a 30-year fixed or a 15-year fixed and so uh, what you want to ask yourself if you're considering an arm loan you want to ask yourself how long do I plan to live or own this property because if you plan to live in the property or let's say you plan to own the property for 20 years 30 years this is your for, forever home or you just plan to own it for a really long time then an arm loan might not be uh, the most ideal option for you um, you can still you can still take one but it might not be the most ideal option now let's say that you plan to sell this home within three to five years and that's going into it you already know we're buying this property but within five years we plan to we plan to sell and and move somewhere else or we just plan to sell this property if that's the case then an arm loan might be great for you so you might do uh, what we suggest and what lenders typically suggest a good rule of thumb that we found out from one of our in-house lenders is add two years to whatever your expectant uh, your expected timeline is so let's say that you're planning to sell within five years three to five years so you might take a seven one arm just to give you that little extra cushion there uh, but you might do a seven one arm and then before the if if everything goes as expected you might actually you be selling before your rate goes variable um, so that's something to consider is how long do you plan to own the property and then that can give you an idea of what arm what time frame you might go for whether it's a 5-1 arm 7-1 arm or a 10-1 arm and something key to keep in mind when it comes to arm loans on average buyers end up selling or refinancing within seven years that's very common so when you buy a property it's very it's not very common that someone gets a 30-year fixed rate mortgage and goes all the way to year 30 and never refinances it's very common to refinance um, and many times buyers end up refinancing within seven years or they end up selling so that's why arm arm loan products can be a viable option depending on your circumstance um, and the last thing i'll mention related to this is that if rates are high by the time the fixed period ends you can also refinance to another arm loan 
So that's something that our in-house lender also um, told us about is that even when you get up to that point where the fixed period is over and then it goes variable, you can still refinance, you know, as long as you qualify and everything uh, meets the requirements, you can refinance to another arm loan at that point. So there's still options for you. And so definitely something to, to consider, something to think about. Arm loans are becoming more product, uh, more popular this year, um, but definitely there's a lot to consider. So make sure that you ask yourself these questions and consult with your loan officer whenever you're actually consider considering taking an arm loan. All right. So um, now the next thing I wanted to talk about, usually we mention any new listings that we have coming on the market. Um, if you listen to the last episode, then you know that I mentioned um, typically around the holiday time, our business tends to slow down a little bit. Uh, it cools down. Um, and so this week we don't have any new listings that hit the market, but we do have four listings that are currently available. I figured I'd just uh, run through them real quick in case anyone listening um, is interested in one of these properties or if you might know someone who might be interested in one of these properties. So the first one is a two-bedroom co-op in Briarwood at the Eden Rock. It's asking $275,000. Maintenance is $1,171 per month, and this building allows a minimum of 10% down. So this building actually allows 20, 10% down, which for $275,000 would be $27,500. So with $27,500, you would have the minimum down payment. You could possibly go for this unit. And it's a really nice unit in Briarwood. Uh, the next one is a one-bedroom co-op in Jackson Heights at Northridge. And this one is fully renovated, diamond condition, beautiful finishes, nice, really nice IKEA kitchen, a really nice modern bathroom. Um, the owner has really done some really nice work to this one. This is a one-bedroom asking $249, and it's right off Northern Boulevard. So great location. Maintenance is $817.92 a month. So about $818 a month is the maintenance, and that's a one-bedroom Jackson Heights. Then we have a one-bedroom condo in Astoria Heights. Um, so this one is in Astoria Heights asking $375,000 condo. Uh, maintenance is $523.55 a month, so about $524 a month, and the taxes are $3,816 a year, so about $3,816 for the year. On this one, this is a one-bedroom condo. Um, it's uh, you can it's livable, uh, so it is move-in ready. It, it hasn't been recently renovated, but the price reflects that. So one-bedroom condo. 375 typically in this development they go in the mid 400s when they're renovated so it has been discounted and that's a really nice one great location great development too and being that it's a condo uh, you can sublet right away and um, it allows for lower down payments so if you wanted to take an fha loan with a three and a half percent down payment you could do that with a condo um, this condo doesn't have a minimum down payment requirement Okay, and the last one is a two-family in Flatbush. We have a two-family uh, attached brick house in Flatbush that's asking $875,000, um, and that's a great price for a two-family in Flatbush. So definitely, if you 
uh, are interested or if you know anyone who might be interested, uh, feel free to share that. I'll, I'll drop a link to each listing in the show notes just in case you want to check out more details or if you want to share it with anyone that you might know. All right. And lastly, um, well, second to last, Market Insights, where we talk about what's going on in the market right now. We have the 10-year Treasury, which as of today, it's at 3.49%. That's down 70 basis points since November 7th. So over the last month and a half or so, the the 10-year has been falling. Um, it has been falling pretty, pretty dramatically. So on November 7th, the 10-year Treasury was around 4.21%. And right now it's at 3.49%. And if you've listened to our previous episodes, then you know if you want to track mortgage rates, you follow the 10-year treasury. And typically the mortgage rates will uh, coincide with the 10-year treasury. And what has happened? That's exactly what has happened. In the last month or so, um, we've had mortgage rates actually fall over one percentage um, over 1% um, in the mortgage rate. So as of right now, the average rate for a 30-year fixed rate mortgage is 6.13%. Um, and according to one of our in-house lenders that we just spoke to uh, earlier this week, um, he was telling us that he had people who were locked in, who were quoted um, 7%, 7.5%, and now he's locking them in at five and a half percent, six percent. So he was mentioning rates are even down up to two full percentage points. Um, but definitely from the last five to six weeks, um, we've been seeing the mortgage rates going down. And although they're still elevated over year ago levels, they're definitely down from that peak that we hit where we hit the seven, uh, seven low to mid seven uh, percent range. Um, we're down uh, significantly from there. So definitely interesting there. Hopefully it spurs some new activity and some demand in the new year. Um, but definitely that's something important to know that rates right now uh, have fallen. And if you are in the market right now to buy, then you might want to look into where the rate is now um, and what rates are looking like at this time. And the last thing to talk about related to market insights is just that CPI came in lower than expected, which is good. So it looks like it is trending downward, although it is slowly going down. Um, CPI and uh, inflation does appear to be uh, finally cooling and on the uh, in a downward trend, although it's it is very uh, coming down slowly. And in the Fed meeting this week, Jay Powell reaffirmed that we have a long way to go. So definitely not out of the woods and uh, it doesn't look like they'll be um, easing up anytime soon. They're definitely committed to uh, bringing down inflation. So uh, we'll see what that means in 2023 and how it relates to the local real estate market. All right. And lastly, the last thing we wanted to talk about here uh, is the section where we talk about what we're reading, watching, listening to, anything that we might have a suggestion uh, for for you in case you wanted to get into anything that we're getting into, right? So uh, one thing I wanted to suggest was I'm reading Principles by Ray Dalio, and the book is really good. It, it starts out more biographical, but then it goes into life principles 
and then work principles. Right now I'm in the life principles section and the life pr principles section is really great, really fascinating stuff. So um, if you're into that, you might want to check this out. Principles by Ray Dalio, the book. And the other thing I wanted to share was a five-minute warm-up video that we've been using. Um, and so uh, we learned recently about something called exercise snacks, which is where you do short exercises throughout the day. Um, and we found, I found this video from Tiff X Dan, T-I-F-F, the letter X, and Dan, D-A-N. So if you look up five-minute warm-up Tip X Dan, you'll find this video. I'll put it in the show notes also, but it's a great five-minute little workout um, workout video, and you can do this in the afternoon. You can do it before a meal, after a meal, uh, before a walk. You can do it pretty much any time throughout the day, but this, this little five-minute warm-up video, we did it with our whole team. Uh, whether you're young or old, um, it's it's really it's a good workout video that pretty much anyone can do, um, and it does get your blood flowing, it gets your heart racing. So um, if you haven't been moving much, this is a great starting point. This is a great way to start getting your body moving, get the blood flowing. It's five minute warm up. Tiff X Dan. If you Google that, you'll find it right away. Just check it out and try it. It's really, really good workout video. Not too hard, not too easy, just right. So hopefully you uh, you you like that one. And um, thanks as always for tuning in to our podcast. Um, next year, we're planning to uh, be more consistent. So weekly, we'll be uh, aiming to put out a new episode. And we're always looking for good content good questions, good topics. So if you have any topics, suggestions, any questions that you'd like us to answer on the pod, please send them over to us. You can email them to info at queenshometeam.com or you can just send us a message through our website, queenshometeam.com. But we thank you very much for always uh, tuning in, for listening to our episodes, and we hope that you get some good information and that some of this stuff that we share can benefit you in your real estate endeavors, okay? Thanks as always for tuning in, y'all. Stay tuned for the next episode. Take care and have a great day.